Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is hour two of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where hopefully you enjoyed Wednesday afternoon football. I, mean, I feel like Steelers and the Ravens was like 10 years ago. You know, like, oh, yeah, that game, that game was like two days. It was like so early today, and yeah. the game was so non-memorable. I mean, there's big things coming from the game we're going to get to, but it was just one of those blah, what you'd expect a Wednesday afternoon game to look like. I mean, really, okay, it, it was ugly. The teams didn't seem like they were playing at their best. The Ravens are shorthanded. The Steelers find a way just to get by again. Uh, it really, I mean, it, that's exactly what it went. This is why they don't play football games on Wednesday afternoon. This is why we play Saturdays during the day, Saturday night, Sunday, Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. This is why we don't play Wednesday during the day. There's a reason now. Well, it, it would be fine if you hadn't kept postponing things and, you know, everybody said, are we playing today? No, they moved it back. <laughs> All right, uh, what are we uh, group watching on one of the streaming services? Guys, uh, separate by position groups, pick a holiday movie, and uh, we'll see you later. You know, that kind of thing. So that was part, as you get into the game itself, that it, that it felt to me for the, on the Steelers' side, Pouncey goes to the COVID uh, list before the game, so you've got that mixed therein. But it, it just felt like a... All right, this has been postponed and it's been so chaotic trying to get this thing on the field that I, I don't know that there was ever a semblance of true prep work and, and a prep week to get ready for this. It was finally, all right, can we just do this already? 
And I think that's what we got a little bit of today. Uh, So we have more on this game coming up in a few minutes. We're going to break down uh, exactly why it's not all about Lamar Jackson, which is why the Ravens suddenly find themselves six and five. Plus, Dr. David Chow stops by. Uh, He's got some great stuff about the NFL trying to play through COVID. Uh, Really great stuff coming up. That's in about a half hour or so. Uh, But part of the big NBA story is that the smorgasbord that hit us today, we had the John Wall uh, trade for Russell Westbrook. We had LeBron James signing his $85 million contract extension <laughs> and then we had the athletic report i kind of stifled the sneeze there we had no, the I athletic mean, it, report it, you're allergic today. to talking about another nba season so soon <laughs> we didn't have, well look I'll, I'll be the first guy to tell you we didn't have enough time off i mean we, we, we just did not have enough time off it's really quick to kind of run right back to it i'm, I'm excited to get right back to it you know what you know let, let's hammer it home just keep going <laughs> No, no so, days off, baby. No, no, no yeah, days I get it. off. I get, uh, now, now we just because you were off going and uh, buying a tree and all, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a whole other thing. Is that essential? But when we talk about the National Football Christmas League, Christmas trees in my house. Through, I think in everybody's house Christmas trees are essential. You celebrate. I'm just, sure. you know, I just raised my hand on the question. Uh, and then <laughs> what, the NBA getting back to work. I'm all for it. Get a full slate of games starting the 22nd, 23rd of of December. Why not, man? They they had four months off earlier in the year. Let's go. <laughs> So while everything else was going on today, we get this bombshell report from The Athletic on the culture that may have contributed to the Clippers (laughs) not winning the championship this year. And and after that, oh boy, did the floodgates open. First was this. The Athletic reported that the image and, and the work ethic that the Clippers had built for the past three years was non-existent this year, the first year of Kawhi Leonard teaming up with Paul George because Leonard and George were treated differently. According to The Athletic, they were both allowed personal security guards and trainers, control of the team's practice and travel schedule. Oh, no, we can't leave at 11, make it 1.30. Control over personal playing time. Yeah, I'm not going to play tonight. I'm going to tap out at 20 minutes tonight. Uh, Later post-game media time slots, let everybody else go talk, we'll go talk later. And Kawhi being allowed to live in San Diego, which made his commuting for practice this difficult and many times he was late all of these things the Clippers allowed Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and not many people on the Clippers were happy with that arrangement so let's deal with this before we get to Paul George and his and his outburst on on a podcast earlier today you know this is going to ruin the narrative for all the, the, the talking heads on TV and radio who say, you know, Kawhi Leonard's really the superstar that uh, we should aspire to be. You know, look at the image he has. He's not high maintenance. He's not a guy that likes to thump his chest and, and talk about himself. I mean, he's the guy that everybody should really uh, you know, want to be around. And listen, he's not that guy. He is the biggest high maintenance guy in the NBA. No other stars have control like this over the practice and travel schedule, their playing time, being allowed to live far away. I'm going to come talk to the media here and do this. No stars have that. No no other stars have that. You didn't hear that about LeBron James. I mean, LeBron pulls himself in and out of games when he wants to, but you've never heard, oh, LeBron wants to live far away and I'm late for practice all the time and we're going to leave, the plane's going to leave it this time. No. You know why? Because leaders lead. And Kawhi Leonard is not a leader. Kawhi Leonard is a fantastic player, but we told you he is a mercenary. All right, what? Look at him in San Antonio. He found his way out. He was high maintenance in San Antonio. Wouldn't report to the team. Wouldn't play there. Uncle Dennis was in charge of everything. Didn't want. Couldn't. Didn't have any trust with Greg Popovich anymore. He jumps to Toronto. Right? They make the move. You're gonna. We can't trade you. We we can't keep you. We'll trade you to Toronto. I do one year in Toronto. I leave. I go to the Clippers and look at everything going on right here. He has always been high maintenance. He has always been this kind of diva. He has never been a leader, but yet he gets that impression and that image because he doesn't talk in the media. Somehow we have equated talking to being someone who is high maintenance. You know what? I'll tell you something about me. I love to talk. Obviously, this is what I do for a living. I love to talk. I'm about the lowest maintenance guy you could possibly ever meet. And I'm not saying this about, hey, I'm I'm a great guy. But just because I talk doesn't mean I'm really high maintenance. Right? I'm really, really low. I love being low maintenance in my job. I love being able to not be somebody that I have to talk to our managers all the time or our bosses. I like having good relationships and being self-started and 
himself motivated. That has no bearing. Just because somebody likes to talk or doesn't talk doesn't mean they're high or low maintenance. Kawhi Leonard, as you can see, is the most high-maintenance guy in the NBA. And you'll wonder why the Clippers weren't able to win last year. I'll tell you what. You see a story like this that involves the players not being upset and there's been no buy-in, and now you see why this collection of individuals was not able to make it far? I'll tell you this, Mike. The Clippers are closer to blowing up the entire roster than they are to the NBA championship. Because if this doesn't work this season, if this doesn't work, then suddenly it's going to be, okay, Paul George is gone, somebody else is gone, are we building around Kawhi? Are we going to let Kawhi go when it's done? Is, is Kawhi a guy, or, or do we now need to start this over again? Because you see this. They had all the talent in the world last year, and they still couldn't get out of the second round of the playoffs despite having this. And now you see all the problems and the guys not getting along and the issues in the locker room. You're not just going to solve that by promoting a guy who was around. Ty Lue was around for all this stuff that yeah. went on last year. Yeah. It's not like suddenly Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are going to go, all right, we'll be good guys now. That's not going to happen. Right, trust me, the Clippers are closer to getting blown up than they are to the NBA title. Yeah, I find this all just beyond fascinating. Um, first, I'll, I'll address the the Kawhi Leonard. You mentioned Uncle Dennis. Remember when we talked about this before Kawhi Leonard showed up and we started seeing billboards all over the streetlights over spotlights nonsense? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my take at the time, and it remains the same, is you're in a position of leverage. You ask for everything. Right. They asked for a piece of the team. They asked for all sorts of stuff. And it's not their fault if someone is dumb enough on the other side to say, okay. So Kawhi Leonard, hey, I want to live down in San Diego. All right. Mm -hmm. Right. Hey, I want to do this. I mean, then look, you've got some precedent of long commutes, uh, relatively long commutes as you go back to the Mamba Mamba Copter and, and the way Kobe would commute to and from practices, right? You had that in, in the history, right? But San Diego, eh, a lot farther. But the just the idea of I'm going to ask for the moon from anybody. Hey, Uncle Dennis, you got anything you want to add <laughs> while we got these guys' ears? Well, well that's the thing is, there's, I, I there's want the- a new, but I want a new Rickenbacker guitar. It's like the end of the Tom Petty. It's Christmas time again, and he starts going off through his whole wish list of musical instruments and other things he'd love under the tree. That's what they did. But the, but that's the thing. There's a difference between asking for things and getting things that you know aren't going to help anybody but you. Because yes. you know when you're coming to a team, you, they're expecting you to lead them. And you know this if you're an NBA player. You know the Clippers are expecting Kawhi Leonard to lead. The Raptors expected you to lead. They expect, all of these things were expected, but instead, you could still get a lot of perks and still be somebody who leads. LeBron James gets a ton of perks. Guess what? He still leads. All right? It yes. happens that way. You t- and you know how, I, how you can tell this about Kawhi Leonard? You tell me one player, one player that he's played with in the past three teams he's been, whether it's this year with the Clippers or with the Raptors or with the Spurs, that goes out of their way to defend him and say, oh, Kawhi's a great guy. When all this comes up, does anybody say, anybody say anything about it? Or Kawhi's a great teammate, rather. Have you heard anybody say that? Have the Raptors players no. said anything but, boy, Kawhi was great, man. I, we're going to miss him, but okay. Anything but that? Have the Clippers players, has anybody come to Kawhi Leonard's defense in what went on with, with Doc Rivers getting fired and moving on and all that? Nobody has. Has anybody in the San Antonio Spurs anything great about Kawhi Leonard? They haven't. All right? You have to understand that, that no, right. when, when, when you lead your, your life a certain way and you are a leader and you're somebody that people want to play for, they will step to the wall to defend you. They will step to the front and say, oh, sure. you guys got to stop this. Get out of our locker room. Nobody has said that about Kawhi Leonard. Nobody has. He is the most high-maintenance guy. And the Clippers are realizing building around him may not be the thing to do. Trust me, closer to a blow-up than an NBA title. Yeah, it's it's just as you added in the the Paul George comments. You mentioned Ty Lue is on the staff. Like, how, how much faith do you have in him? And there was already question of how much of a leader he was coming in. And as we talked with Kurt Heelan a little bit earlier, you had a group of guys that were all in, right? And what's the toughest thing in an NBA locker room to get guys to buy into? Grinding on defense. Well, that was, in theory, what was supposed to happen with Kawhi Leonard showing up. But the the personality doesn't extend, you know, is supposed to extend beyond 
the 48 minutes on the court, right? It's the attitude. You're all in on team. You're all, you know, the old all for one, one for all kind of stuff. And and so, yeah, when you've got a bunch of veteran guys, a couple of whom probably could have gone and made more money elsewhere had they just let their contracts, you know, come to an end instead of saying, hey, I'm a good piece here. I like what we're building. And, oh, wait, you're bringing in Kawhi and George? Okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, the locker room's not the same. You're getting practices canceled and everything else. With Kawhi, you, you at least expected on the court he was going to give you 48. Maybe you'd have a little bit of load management, but the degree to which that was obviously taken advantage of, yeah, there's no surprise that this thing fizzled and absolutely blew up in the postseason, and it won't be long. Steve Ballmer doesn't like to be made a fool. Uh, not that anybody does, but he ponied up a lot of money and a lot of concessions for this. And right now, if, if there's anybody in the country, I would have looked. Look, everybody wants to go watch and, and see the latest from whoever's talking out of Washington. I don't care. Or the the latest Governor Newsom thing. Nope. I wanted to be on Steve, I'll fly on Steve Ballmer's wall as all of this news and podcast clips started showing up on the internet. Because I got to imagine developers, developers, developers was not what he was screaming today. Uh, now, usually when something like this happens, you get some kind of comment from the star players about, okay, wait, 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 things aren't really that bad and things were good. No, no, no. Paul George went on a podcast today and said, oh, yeah, last year there was all kinds of disconnect. Well, I missed a whole summer of training. And so when I came back, the team was already, you know what I mean, rolling. rolling. They already got, you know what I mean, we started off okay, but we didn't start off as well as we wanted to, but... I feel like they already had a little chemistry going. So this is where Paul George can decide to say, all right, well, I can, I can criticize things and not criticize things. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, you asked me about Doc Rivers. I'm going to tell you that, uh, yeah, yeah, he and I didn't really see eye to eye. Let's hear that one. The way I was being used, I feel like I was, you know, Doc was trying to play me as like a, a Ray Allen or like a J.J. Mm-hmm. Redding, like all pin downs, all like – I can do it, but that ain't my game, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I need some flow. I need some mixes of, of pick and rolls. I need some post-ups. Just different touches, you know what I mean? Again, this is stuff that you normally would get, but now here, the timing of this is just awful. And you tell me if you think the Clippers are going to work with this? That, that suddenly everything is going to – they didn't have a new voice come from outside the team to say, you know what, all this crap you guys had going on, we're do- doing it a different way. No, 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 no. There was none of that. It's, we're going to promote Ty Lue. Hey, Ty Lue's a great coach. But when you're there already and all this stuff has happened, suddenly you're going to be the guy to lay down the law with the discipline and things are going to be great. I mean, it's it's like I think we've saw we saw the year of the Clippers. It was supposed to be that it didn't work, and now it is like falling apart spectacularly. You know, it's kind of like like when Sandra Bullock's uh, 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 spaceship is coming back to Earth in gravity, and just like panels are flying off it. You're going, is it going to make it through all this fire? Oh my God! And here goes a panel. There goes this. There goes that. That's what the Clippers are. It was one year where it was supposed to be the dawn and the era of the Clippers, and now it looks like it's never going to get off the ground, and the pieces are going to be sold for parts. Get mm. your popcorn ready. Three mm. weeks, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. We are live from the Geico Studios. Phone number 877-99 on Fox. Now, when you upgrade your job post, Indeed immediately delivers candidates from our resume database who fit your job criteria. Let Indeed sift through resumes so you can focus on selecting your top candidates. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Receive a $75 sponsored job credit when you post a job at indeed.com slash credit. That's indeed.com slash credit. Terms and conditions apply. Coming up next, despite the fact the Ravens look terrible today against the Steelers, you could tell it's not Lamar Jackson's fault. Why? We'll tell you. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. So despite COVID today, we got the game of the weekend, which has been postponed three times. We saw the Ravens and Steelers finally play. Steelers win 1914, exactly how we told you they were going to win last night. It was going to be ugly. And the Steelers, who played down to their level of competition, were going to find a way to win this game. Mike Tomlin said after the game, it was junior varsity, to be quite honest with you. All three phases. We couldn't run the ball. We dropped passes. We didn't make plays in special teams. We turned the ball over. We can't have it. He was extremely upset with the Steelers. Now, look, we talked about this last hour. They're still 11-0. He's got to find a way to motivate the team because these bad teams, they should be beating worse, but they're not. Still, there's worse problems than being 11-0. So you look at the Baltimore Ravens, Mike, and, and what we talked about a week and a half ago with the Baltimore Ravens. And I always say, and we talk, because I want you to know that we talked about things before it happens, uh, which is why you hear takes so often repeated because it's, you know, we say them on the show. Uh, 
we told you a couple weeks ago, look, this is not on Lamar Jackson. Right? No. This, this failure of the Ravens is not on Lamar Jackson. We talked about the coaching staff and being able to, to got a scheme up in, in games against really good opponents. But you saw today, with no Lamar Jackson, how ridiculously difficult it was for the Ravens to do anything on offense. They threw for 90 yards on the day. 90 yards yards they ran the ball okay I mean they didn't run great they ran for 120 yards which is all right but 90 yards passing yeah they 70 of them anything. came on one play right they had the one play the one play was 70 yards that was that was it that was the one big play that they had the Ravens have zero weapons and even if J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram could have played today Mark Ingram is is nearing the end of his NFL career J.K. Dobbins has been okay the Ravens have zero playmakers you are worried about. I mean, Hollywood Brown's got a great name. I'm not worried about him, all right? I'm not worried about Hill. Des Bryant didn't catch a pass. There's nobody that scares you on this Ravens offense. And if you watch this game today, you, you come away from this, at least you should come away from this saying, boy, Lamar Jackson really needs help. I mean, I, I can't remember the last time you had a quarterback as good and as young as Lamar Jackson and the team said, we're not getting him any help. All right, now the Jets have not gotten Sam Darnold help for a while, but I can't compare Sam Darnold to, to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's the MVP, and this guy is so bleeping exciting. He's a great leader. He's everything you want in a football player. Then the Ravens walked away from last year saying, how do we capitalize on that? We don't. I mean, this is why they struggle, because they don't have any other. And all the other great quarterbacks in the game, they all have at least one playmaker that helps them out. Aaron Rodgers at least has Devontae Adams. right? Drew Brees and Taysom Hill have Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. Everybody has playmakers. Tom Brady's got a host of them. All right, Josh Allen has Stephon Diggs. Everybody, every great quarterback, every guy has somebody that steps up. So, okay, the Atlanta, Matt, Matt Ryan has Julio Jones, right? Kirk Cousins has a couple of great playmakers on that team, including Dalvin Cook. Ryan Tannehill, all his money, what is it? He's got Derrick Henry to make a lot of plays. Everybody has playmakers. Lamar Jackson has zero. So I hope that's what you took away from the game today in that it's not Lamar Jackson. It's he really needs a couple of guys that can help make some plays once in a while where you don't rely on him for everything. Yeah, we talked about roster construction. We've talked about injury. I mean, there's a lot that go in, and people get hurt. And so they lost a couple of offensive linemen. Huge, right? Yonda retires. You lose Stanley, who's an all-pro. And then you lose Nick Boyle. And, and that's the one that I think goes un, unnoticed because, well, he's a tight end. and ah, He doesn't catch passes. Right. He's the, one of the best blockers that you have at that position. So there's another guy that you lose that takes away from the run game, which to some degree the Ravens have abandoned even though they can't pass the ball. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. So let's let's walk through it. Their best pass catcher wasn't on the field today. That's Mark Andrews, the other tight end, right? Because think about the, the playmakers you had a year ago was the run game, including Lamar Jackson a lot with his legs, which is what you saw from RG3 today, right? That long run of 39 yards, seven for 68 overall. They at least tried to run the football today. So credit Baltimore for recognizing, all right, we can slug this out. We can make this a shorter game, which is what you need to do when you don't have reliable playmakers. Hollywood Brown's a fine number two or number three or however you want to slot him. He's not a number one. It's clear. So getting Justice Hill and Gus the Bus and fantasy owners very excited that they got that goal line plunge from Gus the Bus because he was a non-factor otherwise uh, with his nine carries for 10 yards. But that was their identity. Maybe they go back to that. And maybe with the the cavalry coming of Dobbins and Ingram, you can reestablish that as Lamar Jackson gets back in and find a couple of soft spots on the schedule. But they did Lamar Jackson no favors. Defense has been up to the task, right? We talked about it last night. Top five defense. But you needed another playmaker. You needed someone. And, you know, Hayden Hurst heading off to Atlanta certainly did not help things. Twitter at how about a fresco? Mike gets swollen domes. So just understand, it's not Lamar Jackson. It's limited. All they say, he has zero help. Uh, coming up in 90 seconds, hey, how's the NFL going to get through this latest run of COVID that is threatening the end of the season? Well, we have the best expert possible to help us out with that. But first, be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, joining us now on the hotline, former NFL head team doctor for 17 years, orthopedic surgeon, sports medical analyst. You can check out all of his musings at Outkick the Coverage. That's at Outkick on Twitter, SiriusXM. Here with us at Fox Sports Radio, his website is profootballdoc.com. That's profootballdoc.com. He was the first to call the Bud Dupree ACL on posts and video today. He's with us now, friend of the show, friend of the network, David Chow. Doctor, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on again. Of course. Of course. I mean, you realize it took me like eight minutes to do your introduction. You do a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, I try and do as much as I can. That's all I can say. <laughs> While still, you know, being a doctor. 
you know, yeah. that little thing in the mix of all of yeah, it. Yeah. And a dad with twins and all, all of those things, we know. Well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you, thank you for recognizing that, but I'd much rather, quote, break news when Twitter almost broke on the uh, Gonzaga kid, the lottery pick basketball player, and say, no, he didn't tear his Achilles, it's just a mild ankle sprain, and be right, and be right on Bud Dupree that his season is over. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, and that's got to be insane for you that, I, you know, following you in my timeline, it's like, here's doctor, what do you think about this injury? Here, I, I took video of this from the game, and I'm sending it to you so you could tell me about this player on my team and tell me, is this a sprained ankle? What is this more? I mean, you must get that all the time. You know what's crazy about it? I made a little joke about it because there were some, there was a lot of verified people that retweeted it, and they were kind, and they said, you know, hope you're right, and this, that, the other. And I, and I made the comment, I'm sure if I'm wrong, my timeline will get filled with people saying that I'm an idiot. But when I got out of my swim lessons with my three-year-old, I knew I was right because there were no comments. Okay. <laughs> See now, how now, many that are, are sitting there waiting for you as opposed to folks that are, are piling on to give you uh, applause. No question. How long does it take? Does it one, is it one look, five looks, ten looks? How, how much does it take for you to, to evaluate, doctor? Well, evaluate the stuff. Well, it depends like when, on the, when you get like, a video that's sent to you, is it is it just to the point where you can just look at it and go, yeah, that's it? Well, it depends, right? So on the Spain kid tonight with the Gonzaga kid, I mean, literally, I wasn't watching. I was at sure. my three-year-old daughter's swim lesson thing, and it was on, it was video on my phone. It was four seconds of video of Twitter <laughs> video on my phone. All I could say is, based on that, it wasn't an Achilles rupture like everyone was saying, and it seemed like a, a ankle sprain variant, which it turned out to be. I mean, that was good video; it was in slow motion. Uh, Bud Dupree's was a little bit harder because there wasn't a second angle, but still enough to make the call. It really depends. Sometimes it's more obvious than others, and and people often on Twitter like, "Tell me how you know that." Like. I don't know. It's not that easy. I can't explain it in 280 characters. You know what I mean? It was 17 years of studying video after I saw a guy on the field, on the sideline, in the locker room, after an MRI the next day, I would have the opportunity about 45 minutes before I would meet with the general manager and the head athletic trainer and I for the Chargers would go upstairs and look at video with the video guys who were nice enough to pull it. And we sort of reverse engineered the process, almost like Jeopardy. We knew the answer, but then we were looking at the question, which was the video. And now it's the opposite. All I get is the video. I don't get the answer. And, uh, you know, it's not perfect. But, you know, think about this way. When you go to the doctor, if you got hurt, let's say, playing indoor soccer or something, the doctor says, what happened? Well, I stepped with my right foot. I got hit on the outside, and my knee popped, and it went this way. Well, what you're describing is the video, right? And that's where uh, you can, you know, learn some things. And uh, I don't diagnose. I just give injury impressions. And, you know, it's proven to be in the 90s in accuracy, but it's never 100%. Dr. David Chow with us, former NFL team doctor, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. All right, well, let's get into the COVID situation with the NFL now. Because we said we watched this game today get postponed three times. The Ravens only had 38 players as of yesterday. The Steelers had their issues. Why is the NFL struggling so much now? Is it just that, hey, this, we're in the midst of the, of, of the COVID second wave in the fall, or are there things that they should be doing a little bit better and differently? Well, you know, I don't pretend to know it all, and in the end I'm an orthopedic surgeon. Yes, as a former head team physician, if I were still a team, head team physician, I would have to deal with some of this stuff. But here are some of my observations. Number one, I think they're, you're right, because it's in society, and, and these players are in society, whether it's wives, girlfriends, kids, you know, family members, or just, you know, you know you, it, you're not in a bubble, and it would be very hard to be in an NFL bubble given the six months of the season. That's number one. Number two, I think they started off like such gangbusters, right? They really hit it out of the park, and they really had none in the beginning. And like anything, you know, look, if you're getting straight A's without really studying or it comes easy, down the road maybe you don't study as hard and then you end up with a B, right? I mean, you know, a kind yeah. of deal. And I think people got a little bit lax. And what I've been saying from the get-go 
with viral load and otherwise, if you just take Sunday, much less risk of, not zero, and I'm not a COVID denier, it's real, but the risk of transmission on the playing field across the line of scrimmage is not as high as all the other activities on a game day, whether you're in the locker room, on the sidelines, or maybe in the huddle even. And and if you look at it now, what has the NFL finally decided to do? you got to have masks on even on the sidelines, right, in the locker rooms, and the Saints got fined, and that's a change. The other big change is the NFL's become proactive in terms of, look, if you are high-risk close contact, look at the Denver Broncos. If you're not wearing your mask in a meeting or something for longer than 15 minutes within six feet, you are dinged as high risk and you cannot play for five days. That's what happened to the three other Broncos quarterbacks besides Jeff Driscoll once he tested positive. And players see that now, and I think this is what's going to make everyone – you know, go back to more due diligence on what it is to try and stem the tide. There's no perfect solution. It's going to be there. And uh, so you have to mitigate as best as you can. And there is no easy or fair solution. The last article I wrote for OutKick, I started with, you know, I don't know if this you find this funny or real, or, but I, I thought it was apropos. People can complain, but in middle middle school, my eighth grade teacher said to me when I said, hey, that's not fair, you know, this whatever she was doing with her grades, she said, look, uh, if all you learn in life, if all you learn in the eighth grade is that life is unfair, you learned a lot. Right? I mean, things happen. You just got to deal with it. You can follow him on Twitter, uh, Dr. David Chow, a great follow, a pro football doc. His website is profootballdoc.com, is a free website. Uh, It's got all the latest on all the injuries, how that affects the game, how it affects the point spread. San Diego Chargers team doctor for 17 years, earned his undergraduate at Syracuse University. Sorry, undergraduate at Harvard. All right. Uh, Doctor, as always, thanks so much for making time for us. I look forward to talking to you soon, and uh, uh, we'll stay in touch. And and good luck with the swimming lessons. Thanks, guys. Right on. Thanks, doctor. Great stuff there from Dr. Chow. And, you know, it's interesting. Just think about how he said, look, there's less because you would think and I think everybody would think this when's the biggest chance of players exchanging uh, the droplets for COVID when they're across from each other in the line of scrimmage right because you're breathing heavy you're ready for that and there's less chance there than there is when you're on the sideline with each other I mean just think about that for a second the one time where I think the vast I, I, I guarantee our audience was blown away when they heard that that this is a it's not then it's on the sideline and then it clicks oh, maybe this is why the NFL wants people to wear masks on the sideline so much. So this big thing that had been, well, why are they wearing masks? They're breathing on each other on the field. Here's a team doctor saying this is when you have the biggest chance of players to to really exchange the, the droplets and, and, and give COVID to each other is not on the field. It's on the sideline. It's so low on the field. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one of those game-changing type comments we just got from him. Yeah, I think what it, you know, as you unpack it, you're starting to think of okay well standing on the sidelines if say you're the offensive line unit what are you doing while the defense is on the field sitting on a bench together talking yucking it up when the crowds are in the stands you'd be you know pointing out people in the crowd or waving to family and what are you doing you're talking at each other and probably spittle and whatever else whereas you get there's not a lot of huddling anymore and even then it's loose when it for the last couple of years in the NFL and you get to the line of scrimmage and usually it's go unless it's the hey let's try to draw them off sides part of the uh, part of the game otherwise you're up to the line of scrimmage and plays happen fast you know you're not laying in a rugby scrum for you know 15 20 seconds at a time so i, I it makes sense right you know when you just try to unpack it and then start visualizing how people are aligned on the sidelines versus on the field to play. So, yeah, it, it, that checks out in my head. Uh, and, look, obviously the the life is unfair comment, that was a good line. I mm. applaud that line. And it's true. 
Uh, great stuff from Dr. David Chow again. Pro Football Doc is the uh, site form on Twitter, and uh, check him out at Outkick as well. Uh, phenomenal stuff from him. Uh, I'm going to play that soundbite back like the rest of the show. It'll be people, hey, this is why it's such a big deal. This is why you got to be able to maintain this and wear the masks on the side. Masks are going to help you. Optics masks are, there are gonna too. help you. Going to help you. Uh, but coming up next, hey, there are some big time legends that we unfortunately lost today that we have to remember in a big way. We got that coming up next right here. Jason and Mike Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios where uh, today and even late tonight uh, getting news that we have lost an a- absolutely couple of legends here in the world in the past few hours. Uh, I want to mention Hugh K's burn for a second. Uh, maybe you don't know his name, but he was the main antagonist bad guy in 1979's Mad Max. And then he came back in 2015 and was the main bad guy antagonist in Fury Road as a Morton yeah, Joe. Was. I mean, this you're the bad guy in a movie in 79, okay, all of the, and you're the bad guy in, in maybe what I tell you was the best movie of 2015. Fury Road was just an incredible, it's so different than any other movie I've ever seen, and it was so good, and it was from the jump, it was so action-packed, it was so good. I mean, when you had a guy playing a flaming guitar on a, on a, on well, a, yeah. on a truck, that was great. But to be able to play the main bad guy in a movie in 79 to come back and do it again, you're talking about four. 40 years later, that is, uh, more than 40, that is some kind of thing to be able to do. Rest in peace, man. Uh, Hugh Keysburn was 73 years old. Got to say, that's a, a good job also of, you know, playing the let's connect the dots, connect the legend kind of uh, sequencing, right? For as much as Mel Gibson carries the movie, well, let's call it what it is. No good movie works in, in any genre without a good bad guy. <laughs> So, it's, so there's got to be something that causes the stress points. Great bad guy, you bring him back. Uh, salute. Maybe I'll find that movie and I'll watch the the flaming guitar and all his scenes as we work tonight. I love it. Mm. Rest in peace. Also rest in peace, Lon Adams, who developed the recipe for Slim Jim Jerky. Yeah. Passed away earlier today, COVID-19. He was 95 years old. You can say, hey, guy, it's a pretty good run. Being born when you are, that's a pretty good run. And I'll tell you what, top five all time, the Nacho Cheese Slim Jim, which I can't find as much anymore. Oh, I, I, if, I, if I could do competitive eating, I could do really well Nacho Cheese Slim Jims. There's just something about them that are so incredibly good, man. I can't even tell you. Hey, Tyshirt, you thinking what I'm thinking? We're getting them on the eating circuit, baby. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we got to find – look, I'll promote it locally. I'll put up a couple of bucks to buy some boxes of, of Slim Jims to see the the eventual reversal from you and catch it on, ta- on tape. That'll be So down. Absolutely. Snap into Let's it. Go. Oh, yeah. And, of course, I'd have to do that. I mean, really, because as, as big a deal as some gyms were, hey, Macho Man Randy Savage really, uh, you know, brought him into the lexicon with a snap yeah, yeah. into it. And that became yeah, no, a thing. You want People to talk about snap getting into over. it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to talk yeah. about getting over. It's kind of just straight out of WWF and what you do trying to get over with the character, right? You need to, to push it. Slim Jims have always been there. They were always at mm-hmm. the counter at the gas station, but then they mm-hmm. became cool. Yes, I'll tell you, nacho Meat cheese sticks. Slim Jims, trust me. I mean, the, the regular Slim Jims are good, but the nacho cheese, it's next level. It's like dark side of the moon. When you can create a food like that, oh, man, that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. See, I have a um, competitor's meat stick at my disposal. I may have one of those tonight. Is that a real thing, competitor's meat stick? Do you hit people with it? What what is that? Well, it is sizable, but I forget the – I forget the name of the company. So that, and I mean, they're not paying me, so I'm not going to promote them anyway. And, uh, you know, you mentioned WWE. Always look at monetize. You mentioned WWF. WWE lost a huge legend today. Yeah, Hall of did. Famer Pat Patterson died at the age of 79. This is a guy who created the Royal Rumble and was the first intercontinental champion in 1979, back when it was WWF. And this is right around the time, right before I got into watching wrestling, when Tito Santana 
Montana was my first intercontinental champion, which was kind of fun, but he was the first ICF champion. Pat Patterson, 79 years old. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the trailblazer in the industry as well, I mean, was the first uh, gay superstar, right, as mm-hmm. they you see in a lot of the headlines and bylines, and he talked about ex- extensively his career uh, and uh, an autobiography a couple of years ago, but this is a guy was instrumental in a lot of the behind-the-scenes development of some of your favorite talents, and you just watched the tributes pile up from The Rock and so many others. Uh, he, the, he was the guy that brought The Rock to McMahon saying, you got to watch this guy. Think about that. You don't have all of these billion-dollar movie franchises and Scorpion King without Pat Patterson. <laughs> Scorpion King. We also don't have Jumanji. We don't have uh, – Well, no, that's just it. I don't have, don't have the have Skyscraper. Plan. We don't have San I, Andreas. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part is his big quote about the Royal Rumble, which still is a huge deal now, is in his biography, he wrote, I had this idea for so long. I finally brought the idea to Vince McMahon. He laughed at the concept, saying an hour was way too long to keep fans interested. <laughs> Can you imagine? This is never Royal Rumble. That's not going to nah. work. No one's going to stay and watch that. for. Oh, wow. People are staying to watch that for now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's that's something. Oh, my goodness. Okay, then. All right. So oh, good. Man. So many, oh. uh, so much history. Go back and watch the archives of that stuff. Go back to your childhood. It's great. Rest in peace, Pat Patterson, 79 years old. Coming up next, we break down the huge NBA trade that went down a couple hours ago. That's next on Fox. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 